It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clark Show. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming along for the ride. Remember, you can stay up to date, all things JLNK. You can also get every episode of the podcast by heading over to jlnkshow.com. Uh, that includes all the social media stuff, too, and also all the links to uh, uh, the Terrestrial Show. You can listen to the, uh, the weekday radio show from 6A to 10A Eastern Time. Content. This show fucking shovels it out, buddy. Well, we got loads of it. What are we going to learn on the podcast today? Well, we're going to learn, I believe it was last week's podcast, we talked about how to get your lady friend in the mood for some pornography. Oh, yeah. Uh, We'll now find out how to uh, fix your relationship that's been (laughs) fucked up because of uh, pornography. (laughs) If it's been a a seven-day white-knuckle thrill ride for you, then you've come to the right place for answers. The good Lord giveth, and sometimes we take it away. Hey, we got pornography involved. Now we have a problem with pornography. Ooh, the ins and outs of table sex from Men's Health Magazine. Well, so if uh, a guy catches his lady friend... um, uh, in a lesbian relationship, obviously, there's nowhere to go but up from there, right? We'll talk about a man who got his teeth knocked out. We're going to talk about um, a man that left the church to be with someone who writes erotica. Mm. Uh, hey, we'll talk about that uh, that lady in that band, uh, Brass Against, uh, oh, that yeah. cover band that pissed all over the guy. Yeah. Yeah, disgusting video if you get a chance to see it, and then we'll introduce you to the worst person on the planet. All I can think was cover bands other places work differently than cover bands around here. Right. We're going to play a little Rage Against the Machine. I'm going to piss on your face. I'll be like, wow, what's the cover for a show like that? Yeah. Uh, and then we'll talk about uh, a guy who's got a problem with TSA. He is the worst person on the planet, so we'll get to him also here. Uh, shortly, let's talk about uh, let's talk about kinks. Sometimes on this podcast, we get a little sidetracked. We start finding out about people's kinks and the kinks of things people are into. It's people the things that the things that they're not, and the things that we just don't understand, and then we the things that we find out. Were, well, how did that even become a thing? Somebody had to do it, and then that somebody that did it for the first time then told somebody else, and somebody else said, "Yeah, that makes me bonery too." And then. Boom, you've got yourself a kink. Yeah, eventually there was like one guy who was like, you know what, I'm going to put my face in that asshole. And he turns around he's like, hey, this ass thing's pretty great. He's like, I've seen my dog do it a thousand times. I just thought, well, you know, it's not too good. It's not terrible for the dog, so I'm going to give it a shot. Okay, what are some normal kinks that people don't understand? They asked this question on Reddit. This is fun because, one, we didn't know some of these things were kinks. So a couple of these things, I just thought they were what they were and that everybody (laughs) got off on them. It's normal. And then, yeah, I thought that they were just normal. And then uh, some people are like, yeah, that's a kink, and I don't understand why it's a thing. Like, um, a nurse as a sex symbol, is that a kink? Mm. I think it's pretty fucking universal, right? You put on the white stockings, you put on that little cap, and you fucking walk around, you're like, yep, that's fucking all right. Yeah, I think nurse and teacher were like the very first like porno fantasy character ladies, right? Well, then this lady just jams it right down the hole. She says, I don't get nurses as sex symbols. I'm a nurse. I wear scrubs. I'm usually sweaty. I usually have some form of another person's body fluid on me. I'm also desperate to pee because I've been holding it in for the last two hours. Why would you do something like that, lady? Why would you do that to the rest of us. Well, yeah, but you can't dissect every sexual fantasy like that because usually when a pizza guy shows up to your house, he's 17. 
I'm just here to deliver a pizza. Yes, and? <laughs> no, but I think a, a nurse is because she's going to come in and probably ask you to get undressed, and that's where it starts from there. Right. She's like, whoa, that dong is filthy. I better take care of it. And you're like, yeah, get the sponge. Get the big sponge. That, that has to be where it starts. I don't understand sex in a public bathroom. You and I don't understand that either. Yeah, I'm with this guy. Gross. There was that preseason or that early in the uh, season Eagles video where the people were fucking in the... And like, one, you're at a stadium filled yeah. with people. And there's piss and there's beer all over yeah. the floor. Well, and there's cops, so you get arrested afterwards. And then you got a bunch of yik-yaks standing around cheering you on yeah! on the other side of the aluminum door. They're like, yeah, good it, good it, good it. You're like, what? What is happening here? I'm yeah, ankle that, deep in whiz. But also, if you're in like a if you're in a public bathroom that isn't populated with people and it's like secluded, then odds are you're pretty in a probably in a creepy fucking spot yeah. too. There's still lots of dookie in the air. Yeah. Somebody says I want to be, be where strangers' fannies have been bare. Ugh. Somebody says it seems like every second video on adult websites have something to do with family, mom, stepmom. It's weird. Yeah, we're with you. Unless they're stuck in something, then that's something that we can all rally around, right? Oh, no, I'm stuck under the couch. I was trying to get a sock that the cat left underneath here. I read a funny thing about uh, the recent uptick over the last few years of step-family porn. And I don't get it. Why well, Why is it a thing? People say it's popular. And it's, why are you reading things about stuff like this? Because I wanted to know, like, wh- where did this come from? And okay. Because it's, a, it's an extremely cheap way for porno producers to make something a little more taboo. Nothing about the porno changes. Just you're, you're to understand that this is a relationship between oh. like son and stepmom. Right. But it's you, not a pizza guy. It's a step pizza guy. Yeah. But and you're you, like, ooh, that's dirty. But if you did, if you took the word step out of there, like nothing would change from what's going on. Oh. It's like, it's like stepsister. You're like, okay, well, they've just ratcheted up the you know the raunchiness. Uh, I'm with this Reddit user. I don't get the foot fetish. Feet are commonplace. You can head to the beach. And cop an absolute eyeful of it any any time you want. That's, yeah, I don't get that either. I mean, it's I, gross. I, I understand that it's a thing. I don't even think it's that gross because it doesn't. There doesn't to me. I don't seem like anything sexual about feet. It's because they're all bony. They're bony and they have nails. It's like ugh, gross. I mean, maybe a foot massage. That's fun. I can get behind that. But it's looking at it like you know those one videos where people want a foot job. You're like, I don't know if that's... Oh, here you go. Jerked off with his feet like a gorilla. <laughs> here you go. Right after Warren Cluckled's own heart. I don't understand cuckolding. How could you possibly get turned on by the fact that someone else is banging your partner? I don't get that either. You're not going to fucking make a dramatic pause and make a theme like think like I do get it. I don't. It's weird. But somebody's like people always say if you're into that level of humiliation, then it's because you're like in super control of your own life or something. Well, we know that's untrue. <laughs> See, I'm totally not into it. Uh Oh, somebody says, uh, roadhead. Not while I'm driving, I'm trying to focus. Well, no, I mean, that's... Hey, by the way, this... I don't know re- that's a fetish. That's like, <laughs> that's like a treat. <laughs> hey, this, this Reddit user's name... <laughs> Love suck nuts 69. <laughs> Love suck nuts 69 says, Not while I'm driving, I'm trying to focus. No, man, when you're a young man, the first time it ever happens to you, you're like, this is this is great. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, I was a young man once a time. What were you driving? 
Uh, the first time it was in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says, I don't like the schoolgirl role play because if she wants to role play as a schoolgirl, that means I've got to role play as a predator. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on this one too, Back Alley Kittens on, on Reddit. I don't like when someone says daddy during sex. Yeah, I totally want to remind it of my father while I'm inside someone. Yeah, that's a weird fucking thing. And I notice that there's a lot of places now that are starting to sell apparel, like daddy apparel. Shirts that say, like, yes, daddy. I know the chive.com has got shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, that daddy stuff is fucking weird. I think the last time we talked about daddy being weird thing to say during sex, somebody messaged me on Twitter afterwards and said, hey, it's not that weird. And I it, thought, whoa. It's fu- It's weird, man. It's, it's weird. All right. So we gave you some advice on the last podcast or the one before it about how to get your partner into more pornography. Well, they now say porn being more mainstream and accepted than ever before. It might be easy for some people to assume that couples uh, just as easily accept skin flicks in their relationship. But as most of us know, that's not always the case. As discovered in some new data, a new poll commissioned by uh, uh, Brigham Young University and the Wheatley Institute. Uh, oh, and, and also the Institute for the study of family and culture. Their polling found one-third of dating men check out porn frequently. They don't define frequently. I don't know if that's once every quarter hour. I don't know what that means. What about a gander from time to time? Oh, here it is. Uh, A quarter of dating men check out pornography sites weekly. 10% checking out daily. Mm. 4% of dating women Check out their porn frequently. That's uh, we're going 24 percent of dudes, four percent of women. Three point three percent of women check out porn every day, as opposed to nine point six, almost ten percent of dudes. I don't think I've ever known a woman who's been open enough to talk about looking at porno every day. Every I, day, I'd be like, "Damn, why don't you come over here and sit down, and maybe we could strike up a conversation." I'm like, well, we're looking for common interests. I can see we have one. I, too, enjoy the filth. (laughs) Around half of all non-married couples say they watch porn together at least sometimes. Married couples are way different, with half of married men saying they watch porn with their spouse. Half, Jerry. One-third of women say the same. Mm. So obviously those numbers don't shake out. Somebody's fucking lying here. I'm going to guess it's probably the dudes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we watch porno all the time. Right. Half of men say that porn can enhance foreplay, but less than half of the women say that. A majority of the couples that watch pornography have never had an open discussion regarding the rules of pornography use. I think think if it comes time for you to discuss the rules, somebody's getting out of control with it. That's what it says, boundaries. It says to me, boundaries. There's got to be some boundaries here. Yeah, I know the movies that you like and the movies that I enjoy. They're not the same. You hear the garage door open, immediately press play. You're like, here we go. Couples where there was no porno watching by either person reported the highest level of relationship, stability, commitment, and satisfaction. Oh. So you have to skew the porno if you want to be truly happy. That sounds like something a square would say. So if you listened last week and you got into it and now your relationship is in shambles, we apologize. Get out! Get out! Get out! Bye-bye! Sell, sell! All right, so you do it on the table. The pros and cons of doing it on a table. 
think about this as you head off to Thanksgiving next week at Meemaw and Pawpaw's house. Is that table nice and shiny over at Meemaw's house? Is it sturdy? Oh, yeah. Old people always have sturdy as shit furniture, right? Yep. As long as there's been tables, there's been people that want to have sex on tables, right? Yep. I think the first thing you need to take into account is the is, is there going to be a height issue. Height is the most important thing. Spontaneity can be destroyed when you realize that you're too tall, too short, or the support that you're standing on is too unstable, yeah. like you would never do it on a card table. No. Know your proportions if you want to have table sex. Sturdiness. How sturdy is she, Warren? No, no, no. How sturdy is the table? Maybe we should put a leaf or two in it. Can it last through all the pounding? You don't want to find out that it can't, uh, that it will collapse at the wrong moment. What about the surface of the table? Glass is too slippery. Wood can be too rough. Have a blanket handy to make things more comfortable. Hmm. Maybe wait till everyone's done dining. They say the ins and outs of table sex play. Make a scene out of it for fun. Use some unbreakable dishware and toss it to the side, showing that nothing matters but the passion. Some fun food could be hey, enjoyable, too. Paper plates. <laughs> you zigging them around like a Frisbee. Now <laughs> make love to this poor man with his paperware. The ins and outs of, of table sex. Rope, if light bondage is something that you're into or curious about, a table is a great place to try these things out. Oh, yeah. Tie her down. Or him. Whatever. Clean. You're probably going to eat on that thing at some point. Clean it when you're done. Oh, hey, the ins and outs of table sex. Furniture. You might dis- you might discover that you enjoy it. If so, invest in some sex furniture. That might be a good next step. It's going to look really weird when you go to Oak Express and you're like, all right, lay down on this table really quick, and I'm going to kick at it a few times to see if it's going to hold us. Yeah, you go into, uh, you know, what is the uh, the Van Van something? Art Van. Van, w- Van Wilder's? That's the name <laughs> of that furniture store. You're uh, like, yes. Art Van Wilder. Where is the sex furniture? <laughs> well, I can't get this table in big lots because I don't think it's going to take up to a pounding. Uh-uh. All right, so this dude... He catches his girlfriend I think cheating. He Big Lots. It's probably already been sex furniture. Right. <laughs> it's already been big lotted. <laughs> the dude finds out that his girlfriend is cheating. All right. His name is Zachary. Uh, he caught his girlfriend. Uh, oh, hey. He, she was uh, with another lady. What do you call that? <laughs> Rubbing biscuits? <laughs> I call that an unbelievable stroke of luck. So guess what this guy's upset about? If you catch your wife and she's uh, rubbing biscuits with another lady, Warren, what, what's the first question out of your mouth? I don't even say a question. I just say, nice. Of course, you're obviously you say something to the long the you lines of, maybe, yeah, maybe I can help fit in there somewhere. Well, I think I would know clearly I'm not wanted. This guy's angry because he found out that his girlfriend was cheating on him with a woman. And then he asks, you got room for a third? No. Wow. No. Well, what about if you just no. tell, maybe just tell nope. me? You just tell they me about said it. no. What if you just tell me about it in great detail afterwards? She said she's not into it at all. And she is stonewalling the boyfriend now saying there's absolutely no way. And he's angry. And he wants to know if he has the right to be angry. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, probably if you're in a relationship. 
Yeah, I mean, you could disguise your anger just by saying that you're upset because she's cheating. You you don't have to make your anger be about you're being excluded. You could just say, well, I can't believe you're cheating on me. That's bullshit. And cross your arms and stomp your feet a little bit. But the reality is you're just angry because you're not included. You're like, I didn't want to go to your party anyway. Fuck right? you. Yeah. I'm going out to the shed. A fellow by the name of Christopher had reached his limit. Christopher's serving time in the Monroe County Jail in the Florida Keys. He's been there sub- since September after, of course... Jail in the Florida Keys has got to suck because you just look out the window and everybody's having fun. Right. You're like, nope, you're in timeout. Yep. Uh, a very Florida crime, obviously. He's in jail for failure to register as a sex offender. Oh. Uh, he reached his limit last week when his 57-year-old roommate, or I believe they call them cellmates... He beat the man so badly he knocked out the man's teeth and broke one of his ribs. Why did he attack his cellmate, you ask? He told police it's because his cellmate passes gas too often and doesn't give any courtesy flushes when he uses the toilet. That would make jail or prison very, very hard. You've got a farty guy sleeping below mm-hmm. you, and then you got a guy, the community toilet there right in the middle of the cell, and he's not courtesy flushing. He's like, ah, fucking breathe faster. It'll go away faster. Hey, man, how about a... <laughs> Is that what people say? Hey, how about a courtesy flush, man? Help a brother out up here. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking stuck up here in the high parts where all the heat's rising to. I imagine even if you're like the, the biggest asshole on the planet, you've got to have some sort of courtesy when it comes to taking a shit in prison. Or is it an alpha move? No, because you're you're most vulnerable when you're sitting there on that... Uh, what is it? On the, the first 48? It's always a, it's always a toilet slash drinking fountain right. sink. Yeah. Or maybe it's an alpha move. You're just like, like, smell my shit, motherfucker. It's like, yo, man, please, courtesy flush. You're like, no way. Uh, The beat man, by the way, is taken to the hospital and treated for his injuries. A little extra time has been tacked on to the end of the sentence, too. I can imagine. Now, how do you explain this one? A Catholic bishop, his name is Xavier, he resigned after falling in love with a 38-year-old woman, a divorced writer of satanic erotic fiction. You couldn't find something more different from the Bible, could you? How does a Catholic bishop end up finding a woman who is a a divorced writer of satanic erotic fiction? Was she in confession? Was it the internet? Uh, Some of her works include The Hell of Gabriel's Lust. Now the 41-year-old former bishop is making waves again because now he has chosen a new profession. Oh. What do you think his new profession is? Mm, professional erotic satanic reader? Nope, he sells pig semen. Oh. oh. Uh, the man is now working for a Barcelona-based business with 19 artificial insemination centers across Spain that distributes approximately... Uh, uh, so is he just a salesman or is he a gatherer? Uh, he distributes approximately 3 million doses... Oh, hey, of porcupine semen also. Uh, Porcupine semen every year. What do you need porcupine semen for? Uh, The clergy also reported to be outraged about his new career, saying he is possessed and that he's, quote-unquote, masturbating pigs. Well. If you want to go ahead and throw that first stone, you go right ahead. Hey, if you've ever ever spent time in livestock, semen is a big business. If you've ever spent any time in livestock, semen is big business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? What? It is. 
If you've got a really good X and you want an even better one, then you got to seek out you know sperm from an even better, higher breed one. So you got to pay for it. Then a vet comes to your house, and your mom tells you to go play outside. <laughs> So good for that guy. He's making some cheddar. I bet it pays better than being a bishop. Maybe you saw over the weekend the uh, band Brass Against, who we didn't know was even a thing until last weekend. They've been forced to apologize after their lead singer peed on a man during the Welcome to Rockville Festival. And if you're starting to think, well, maybe this was just a misunderstanding, it's very, very clear what happens at fucking TMZ. I love the TMZ graphic department because they, they show the entire thing, but they blurt out the stream of pee. Yeah, that was weird. He's like, yeah. looks like she's pissing pixels onto this poor guy. Yeah, you really had to do the research to find the actual PP video. Yeah. It was a lot. The band was covering Rage Against the Machines Wake Up when the young lady who sings for Brash Against pulled the fan from the audience, had them lie down. She pulled her pants down and then peed on the guy. It was a lot of pee, too. Yeah. Yeah, she was thirsty. While it was happening, she was saying, uh, I got to pee and I can't make it to the bathroom, so we might as well make a show of it. And she did. Most of the folks call this disgusting. The band seems to realize it now. On the other hand, though, the entire nation's talking about a cover band. With horns. Yeah. We had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected. It's not something you'll see again at our shows, they say. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a nice way of, of... Yeah, she got carried away. As of yesterday, by the way. Yeah, the, the guy volunteered for it, too. He knew it was yeah, coming. Yeah, he had a camera on his head. Yeah, he was, he was into it. Uh, gross. Uh, the law is involved now. Yesterday, law enforcement said that they are also looking into... Because I don't, I don't think you can do that. I think it's... If he didn't want it, I think it's an assault, but at the very least, it's uh, yeah, even it's if it's consensual, decent, ex- decent exposure. Yeah, even if it's consensual, I don't think you can do it. I think you could just willy nilly pee on people whether they want it or not. I think that's something that has to do in the friendly confines of you know private. A Holiday Inn, off the bypass. All right, here's the worst person on the planet. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't understand these dudes. That their first reaction when they get in trouble is to start beating their meat. That's weird. Like, really weird to me. The fear response. Get back! Get back! The man told TSA agents... Well, I mean, if you wanted to keep people at bay, that's a great way to do it. Here, here's how it begins. Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Telling agents he did not have to stop because it's a free country. A 44-year-old Minneapolis man has been charged with threatening TSA workers at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. The charges state that he also swung... Um, Oh, he swung a post and threw it at agents before taking off his clothes and masturbating. Mm. Now, again, the whole pounding the pud thing, I don't get. The incident happened at the Skyway checkpoint last Friday. They allege one TSA employee said that the man said he was going to kill kill them. Officers gave him a command to stop and move away from the checkpoint, but he did not abide. That's why he tore off his clothes? The... The charges state that the man was tasered. He then swung his arms above his head in an attempt to hit an officer. Backup officers handcuffed the man and took him into custody while he continued to fight them. Video footage shows the man punching and headbutting TV screens at the airport, taking off his clothes, and masturbating. <laughs> Maybe he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to go all the way. I'm okay. going to take this as far as I can. Okay, that shit happened an hour before 
he made his way to the checkpoint when police were finally notified. I would think the punching and the headbutting and the masturbating, that would get my attention. What the fuck is going on at an airport where they're like, should I call 911? Well, it sounds like a lot of paperwork. Uh, yeah, he hasn't gone far enough yet. What do you yeah. mean he hasn't gone far enough? Well, I mean, he's, he didn't finish. He's he's naked, he's naked and he's jerking himself off. Well, but is he a threat? Yeah, I think so. The man has been charged with fourth-degree assault of a peace officer, as well as making threats of violence from dis- reckless disregard, uh, both felonies. Oh, he also has three charges of other criminal cases are still pending right now, including a domestic assault. Oh, he, so this guy's a real peach. Yeah, he's uh, in custody right now. If convicted, he's looking at five years in prison uh, for the threats of violence charge. Also, what did he do between the time he was masturbating and then the time that pol- police finally made contact with him? Just make it his way to the gate. Yeah. Just, just you to know. stand up now boarding Group B. Group B. Then they threw his fit, and then finally somebody decided, you know what, this naked masturbating man has to be dealt with. I think we need to call the authorities. And they did. And now he's sitting in jail. And he's probably going to prison for about five years, they say. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet uh, for this week's episode of Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Clark Show. Thanks for coming along for the ride. If you get the opportunity and you dig this podcast, share it on social media. You know what to do. And stay up to date, jlnkshow.com. Seven more days to go. We'll do it again. See you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.